You must get rid of the last vestige of the old idea that there is a deity whose will it is that you should be poor, or whose purpose may be served by keeping you in poverty. The intelligent substance, which is all and in all, and which lives in all, lives in you. Is a consciously living substance, and being a consciously living substance, it must have the nature and the inherent desire of every living intelligence for the increase of life. Every living thing must continually seek. For the enlargement of its life, because life, in the mere act of living, must increase itself. A seed dropped into the ground springs into activity, and in the act of living, produces a hundred more seeds. Life, by living, multiplies itself. <clears throat> It is forever becoming more. It must do so. If it is to continue to be at all, intelligence is under the same necessity for continuous increase. Every thought we think makes us makes it necessary for us to think another thought. Consciousness is continually expanding. Every fact we learn leads to learning another fact. Knowledge is continually increasing. Every talent we cultivate brings to mind the desire to cultivate another talent. We are subject to the urge of life, seeking expression, whichever drives us on to know more, <coughs> to do more. Damn it, to be more. <coughs> In order to know more, to do more, and to be more, we must have more. We must have things to use. For we learn and do and become only by using things. We must get rich so that we can live more. The desire for riches is simply the capacity for a larger life, seeking fulfillment. Every desire is the effort of an unexpressed possibility to come into action. It is power seeking to manifest, which causes desire, and that which. Makes you want to manifest that which makes you want more money is the same as that which makes the plant grow. It is life seeking fuller expression. The one living substance must be subject to this inherent law of life. It is permeated with the desire to live more. That is why it is under the necessity of creating things. The one substance desires to live more in you. Hence, it wants you to have the use of all things. It is the desire of God that you should get rich. He wants you to get rich because He can express Himself better through you if you have plenty of things to use in giving Him expression. He can live more in you if you have unlimited command of the means of life. <clears throat> the universal, the universe desires you to have everything you want. Nature, it's friendly to your plans. Everything is naturally for you. 
Make up your mind that this is true. It is essential, however, that your purpose should harmonize with the purpose that is in all. You must want real life, not the mere pleasure of sensual gratifications. Life is the performance of function, and the individual really lives only when he performs every function, physical, mental, and spiritual, of which he is capable without excess in any. You do not want to get rich in order to live swinelessly for the gratification of animal desires. That is not life. But the performance of every physical function is part of life. And no one lives completely when he denies the impulse of the body a normal and healthy expression. You do not want to get rich solely to enjoy mental pleasures, to get knowledge, to gratify ambition, to outshine others, and to be famous. All of these are legitimate part of life. But the man who lives for the pleasures of the intellect alone will only have a partial life, and he will never be satisfied with his lot. You do not want to get rich solely for the good of others. To lose yourself for the salvation of mankind, to experience the joys of philanthropy and sacrifice. The joys of the soul are only part of life. And they are no better or nobler than any other part. You want to get rich in order that you may eat, drink, and be merry when it is time to do these things. (coughs) In order that you may surround yourself with beautiful things. See distant lands, feed your mind, and develop your intellect. In order that you may love men and do good, kind things and be able to play a good part in helping the world to find truth. But remember that extreme altruism is no better and no more nobler than extreme selfishness. Both are mistakes. Get rid of the idea that God wants you to sacrifice yourself for others and that you can secure his favor by doing so. God requires nothing of the kind. What he wants is that you should make the most of yourself, for yourself and for others, and you can help others more by making the most of yourself than in any other way. You can make the most of yourself only by getting rich. So it is right and praiseworthy that you should give your first and best thought to the work of acquiring wealth. Remember, however, that the desire of substance is for all and its movements must be for more life at all. It cannot be made to work for less life to any because it is equally in all seeking riches in life. Intelligent substance will make things for you, but it will not take things away from someone else to give them to you. You must get rid of the thought of competition. You are to create, not compete, for what is already created. You do not take anything away from anyone. You do not have to drive sharp bargains. You do not have to cheat or take advantage of people. You do not need to let any man work for you for less than he earns. You do not have to covet the property of others or to look at it with wishful eyes. No man has anything which you cannot have the like. And that without taking and that without taking what is his away from him. 
You are to become a creator, not a competitor. You are going to get what you want, but in such a way that when you get it, every other man will have more than he has now. I am aware that there are men who get vast amounts of money by proceeding in a direct opposition to the statements in the paragraph I just said and may add a word of explanation here. Men of the plutonic type who become very rich do so purely by their extraordinary ability on the plane of competition. And sometimes they unconsciously relate themselves to subconscious and its great purpose and movement for the general radical upbuilding through industrial revolution. Think of Rockefeller, Carnegie, Morgan, Jobs. <coughs> have All have been unconscious agents of the Supreme. The necessity to work Unconscious agents of the supreme, the necessity of work, of systematizing and organizing productive industry, and in the end, their work will contribute immensely toward the increased life of all. Their, their day is nearly over. They have organized production and will soon be succeeded by agents of the multitude who will organize the machinery of distribution. The multimillionaires are like the monster reptiles of the prehistoric era. They play a necessary part in the evolutionary process, but the same power which produced them will dispose of them. And it is well to bear in mind that they have never been really rich. A record of private lives of the most in this case will show that they, really, that they have really been the most abject and wretched of the poor. Riches secured on the competitive plane are never satisfactory and never permanent. They are yours today and another's tomorrow. Remember, if you are to become rich in a scientific and in a certain way, you must rise entirely out of the competitive thought. You must never think for a moment that supply is limited. Just as you begin to think that all money is being cornered and controlled by bankers and others and that you must exert yourself to get laws passed to stop this process and so on. And in that moment, you drop into the competitive mind. You, your power to cause creation is gone for the time being. And what is worse, you will probably arrest the creative movements that have already been instituted in your direction. Know that there are countless millions of dollars worth of gold in the mountains of the earth not yet brought to light. And know that if there were no more, more would be created by thinking substance to supply your needs. When there isn't enough gold, someone creates Bitcoin. Know that money you will need, know that the money you need will come, even if it's necessary for a thousand men to be led to the discovery of new gold mines tomorrow. Never look at visible supply. Look always at the limitless riches in formless substance and know that they are coming to you as fast as you can receive them. Nobody, by cornering the visible supply, can prevent you from getting what is yours. So never allow yourself to think for an instant that all the best building spots will be taken before you get ready to build your house, unless you hurry. Never worry about the trust and combines and get anxious over the fear that soon that they will soon come to own the whole earth. Never get afraid that you will lose 
what you want because some other person beat you to it. Modern day, side note, think of FOMO. Think of, oh, this is a unique opportunity in the market. I must rush in. Or, oh, there are no rental properties. The prices of a... That's what he's talking about. That cannot possibly happen. You're not seeking anything that is possessed by anyone else. You are causing what you want to be created from formless substance, and the supply is without limit. Stick to the formulated statement. There is a thinking stuff from which all things are made. And which in its original state permeates, penetrates, and fills the inner workings of the universe. A thought in this substance produces the thing that is imagined by the thought. A man can form things in his thoughts and by impressing his thought upon formless substance, he can cause that thing he thinks about to be created. Hey, this is Gerald Peters. Hey, thanks for listening to the Science of Getting Rich podcast. Hey, if you haven't had a chance, if you'd like to get a copy, if you go to my website, geraldpeters.info, scroll all the way to the bottom, there is a free link to an ebook for this book, The Science of Getting Rich. You can grab copies on Amazon. The book was written in 1905. I hope you've enjoyed this so far. I hope it's encouraged you to continue uh, into the book. I just wanted to read the chapter from start to finish. Next podcast, we'll wrap this up and get into chapter six. I just think it's super important to realize and to recap what he said is, listen, you're not competing, you're creating. So you're not competing another man to find a rental property. You're creating an opportunity for yourself to find one. You're not necessarily creating. Don't think in terms of we're, 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 we're competing against other traders or other, uh, we're not. We're creating a strategy and a system for ourselves that'll generate and make us and our family money. We're not taking from anyone else. We wish them the best of luck, but by us getting what's been laid up for us, our natural right. <clears throat> if you don't believe this, you don't think you can get rich, then it won't happen. But if you do, it's there for you. God bless.